Hello, friends. Welcome to Authenticate. This is the podcast where I interview people who show up as their authentic selves in their everyday lives. They are determined and they're full of grit and resilience, and they have so much to teach us on so many topics. I want you to remember that you're not alone. I want you to feel free to live your best life, and I want you to know that you have a purpose. I hope that Authenticate gives you the shot of encouragement you need for your day, your week, and your life. I hope you enjoy and are inspired by the interviews and the episodes that I do, and I can't wait for you to come on this journey with me. Hey friends, welcome to my very first solo episode of Authenticate. Today I'm going to be telling you about how I found my authentic self and how I deepened my faith in the process as well as hopefully encourage you and give you some tips on how you can become your more most authentic self and be more authentic in your life if you don't feel that you already are. I'm going to give you some tips and encouragement to help you along the way. So my story. My past is that I am originally from Connecticut and I moved to Pennsylvania in third grade because my mom was originally from Pennsylvania. So we moved to Shippensburg when I was in third grade. And I think there was a shift at that point because I think I was a pretty confident kid um, going to school in Connecticut. But I think when I came as the new kid in in third grade and had a bunch of obviously new friendships to make and all that, I think it really intimidated me. So I didn't really... Um, continue with that confidence. And I think that's when I started to pull into myself and into my shell. I did have a best friend all the way from third grade, all the way to 12th grade. Um, And obviously we were best friends, so we were very close and I had her. But other than that, I was not in the popular group. I didn't really fit into any group per se. Um, I could kind of talk to anyone was, I don't know, friends with everyone you could say, I guess. Um, But yeah, but I still felt like I was kind of a loner. Um, I did when I when I joined the cross country team in high school. I had I started with track and then I got into cross country. I did find um, a really great friend group there, and I think started to come out of myself more there because I felt comfortable with them. We were all always you know all together on the team. That's a lot of practice and a lot of running, and you run together and you talk and you get to know each other. So I think I became more of my authentic self then, um, not fully. And then I would say. Um, meeting Nate and college really brought that out of me. So we talked a few weeks ago about how Nate and I met and full disclosure, I did date his best friend in high school, but that relationship quickly went south in college. Um, I had always liked Nate. He apparently never knew that, but I had always liked him and I was trying to get into a certain class in college. I can't even remember which one it was, but I ended up having to take a sociology class because the other one was not available. And I ended up coming late that day, had to sit in the front because there were no other seats left. And Nate happened to be in the back. So when I heard his name, of course, my heart started pitter-pattering because I still liked him. And then from that point on, we pretty much sat together and we goofed off. And we were friends because of my ex-boyfriend, but we deepened our friendship and we started to study together. Not for me, but for him because I had better grades. I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Um, But we started to study together, and that's really kind of when we started to fall in love. But I think most importantly is that we just really built our relationship on friendship, and then it became best friendship, and then we moved into um, the romance, I guess you could say. And he really was his full self with me, and I felt confident to be my full self with him. And I think that's when I really started to, to come out of myself. So that was really encouraging for me. So, hey, Nate gets a lot of the credit for who I am today. So you could blame him, I guess. Um, 
There were also, I think, a big, I know a big part of my um, authenticity came out when he ended up getting deployed four months after we got married and one month after we moved into our house in Harrisburg. He got pulled from his unit to go with another unit and he got deployed to Iraq. Um, of course, he had to do all the, the, the training to prepare to even go. So that made it even longer. But that is when I think I really had to face myself and I really had to face my fears. I really had to get on my knees before God. And I did. I had a big old ugly cry um, and got on my knees before God and really had to make the choice to either say, yes, God, I will continue to follow you. I will continue to serve you even if he doesn't come back. Um, Because that was really I felt the only choice. I wasn't going to say no if I don't get what I want. If you don't bring my husband back, then forget it. Forget my faith and all of that. So I I chose to remain faithful. But it was dark many times. And I really had a long road, as you can imagine, 18 months of walking essentially alone. I did, God did put, um, we had been looking for a house before this and didn't find one and had lived in an apartment. And so we were kind of like, oh, well, I guess that is what it is. And God... Um, had a house for us literally right beside my mom's house. So that all worked out and that is the house we moved into. So I did thankfully have my mom living beside me the whole time and she was a great support. And um, the church that we had started going to after we got married was also a wonderful support. I had people rally around me. Um, I had a second mom who uplifted me and encouraged me and she's like, you can do this. She was also a former military wife and um, it was really encouraging for me, but there was, as you can imagine, a lot of times alone and the nights I was alone. Um, there were times when I would not hear from him um, because they had shut down communications for various reasons, sometimes because sometimes because something would happen, um, sometimes because the communication just had to be shut down. But in those moments, I didn't know if he was dead or alive because they will shut down communication if a soldier has been killed. And then you will be notified a day or two or after that. But they shut everything down until the family is notified. So you can imagine in those moments and those times, I could not get a hold of him because we would talk pretty much every night. Um, it was terrifying for me um, not to know what had happened and to really walk through that dark space and really have to be on my knees in prayer and, and just really walk through that. So for me, for my experience, I know a lot of people have gone through different experiences, um, many with trauma and things. Um, but for my experience... That was my time to really show up as my authentic self because for me, it was really facing my fear and after that, really not being afraid of anything, not much of anything. There are times, of course, where we all get scared and afraid and anxious, but for me, it doesn't happen very often, I will say that, and I think that is the moment when that happened. So that was a real, a really big turning point in my life. So I just want to encourage you that if you are having those dark moments, you're having those dark days, God is using it for a reason. You will come out. I'm not saying it's not going to be difficult and rough and maybe longer than you want it to be and harder than you want it to be, but you will come out of it on the other end and this will be used for good. I promise you that. Um, so after that, um, we, well, a few years after that, as we talked about before, we came to Milton Hershey School and I had um, a baby. Sydney was a baby, so I was nursing her and Trinity was a toddler. So raising two babies essentially while trying to raise high school girls that were not my own from different cultures, from different backgrounds, different socioeconomic statuses. Um, that was scary. That was scary for sure. But I think I stepped into my authenticity even more at that time. I didn't really have a choice. Um, I knew that if I did not step up and be that mother figure and be a firm, but loving mother, but, <laughs> but loving mother figure, 
I know you just heard that, Mark. Um, (laughs) I knew they were going to steamroll me. So I had to step up and assert myself in love um, and let them know where the boundary line was, essentially. But that got me a lot of respect. That developed deep relationships, relationships we still have to this day that I'm so grateful for. Um, And there were hard times for sure. And there were tough issues to talk through with them um, and some of their backgrounds. But we did it. But I think that's how I came even more into being who I am now and my authenticity. So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. When things get hard, when it's a new situation, you're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I've never done this. I'm anxious and a little scared. It will be okay. You can still be you. Don't hide and don't run. And try your best not to be scared. If, if you are um, a believer, give it over. Give it over to God. He's got you. Um, I also wanted to encourage you with something that I read recently. Now, I have not read this book, but I did read the top five of these. I do plan on reading the book. And it is called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying by Brawny, with an R, Where. And so the top three that really resonated with me in terms of authenticity on this topic is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. The second, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. And the third is, I wish that I had let myself be happier. So I think if one thing that I did want to touch on today, and I just posted a blog post today, um, and this is mentioned in there, but think about... When you want the courage to live a life true to yourself, not the life others expect of you, think about reverse engineering your life. Think about yourself at 60, 70, 80, 90, at the end of your life. Look back and think, who do I want to be? Am I the person that I wanted to become? Am I leaving a legacy for my children, my grandchildren? Did I accomplish the things I wanted to accomplish? Or did I let fear stop me? Did I let what others thought of me hold me back? Did I put myself essentially in a cage of my own limited thinking and my own limiting beliefs? Or did I live the life that I truly wanted? Um, I think that's a question we all have to ask ourselves. And sometimes, you know, more often maybe than other times, depending on what we're going through. I think I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings is also very important. I think when it comes to conflict with other people or hard conversations, I think it is important to speak the truth in love. Um, Being authentic does not mean that we go around being mean and blurting out whatever the heck we want to say to people and essentially just being unkind. That, That does not give us, being authentic does not give you the liberty to be unkind, but it does give you the courage to express your feelings, how you are feeling in that moment, whatever the situation is, tell your truth in love, express yourself in love and how you're feeling, Um, make sure you're being validated, um, your feelings, your personhood, all of that. Um, And then I wish that I had let myself be happier. That's really a choice that we all get to make. There are there are circumstances that are going to happen to us that can cause us in the moments or the day or the week or, or whatever it is where we're not going to be happy. We're not always going to be happy. Um, but to allow ourselves to be happier in terms of who we are, remember that you get to label you. You get to decide what is true for you. You don't need to allow others to define who you are based on their expectations or perceptions of you. You can stay in your own integrity. Um, And I also wanted to challenge you with this as well. Is your sense of belonging so strong that you're afraid to be your true self? Are you so worried about people not liking you or not fitting into this group? Or what if I have this conversation with my husband? Or I don't know how to have this conversation with my child? Or whatever it is. 
Are you so afraid of not being liked by whomever or are you so uncomfortable with maybe what the outcome could be that you are not allowing yourself to step out and be true to yourself in your own integrity with what you need to say? Um, Are you stepping up? Are you speaking up? Are you willing to stand out and be yourself? Um, Are you letting other things hold you back, especially that sense of belonging? And as, you know, social norms, we are conditioned to social and cultural norms. We're conditioned to have want a sense of belonging. Of course, we all want to belong. We all want to be liked. But is your desire to be liked and to belong so strong that you're not being you? Hopefully that makes sense. And finally, I really wanted to encourage you guys to encourage yourself. If this is something you're struggling with, encourage yourself and encourage others. I think one of the most effective ways of being authentic is to get out of our own heads, to get out of our own egos, stop worrying about ourselves. What will people think of me? What if I, what if this, what if all of those things, it can be a lot of I statements that we start saying, but encourage other people, step out, go serve, go encourage. And I truly believe that if you do that, the more you do that, you worry less about yourself and how you're appearing to everyone because you're so focused on other people. And I think that's, that's, uh, one of the keys. Um, and also I just mentioned it before, kick those limiting thinking, sorry, kick the limiting beliefs and thinking that you have, whether it's from yourself or from others, we can believe a lot of lies in our own head about our own selves, whether it be about, you know, the type of house we have, what car do we drive? Where do our kids go to school? What are we wearing? What does our body look like? All of those things. If those beliefs are not uplifting, encouraging, if you're not happy with those things, I think there's something to be said for doing that that inner work and finding out why and then learning to love yourself and who you are um, and trying to break out of limiting beliefs within your own self. And then look at beliefs that you've believed maybe that other people have put on you, perceptions that they have of you or even um, expectations that they have of you. Are you trying to live up to other people's expectations so much at the detriment of who you are Um, or so worried about the perception of you that you change who you are because you're trying to give them another perception, which is really a false perception in many ways. What others think of you has very little to do with you or who you really are. I'll repeat that. What others think of you has very little to do with you or who you really are. Are you allowing their perceptions and their expectations of you affect who you are at your core and what you do, how you move in the world? Ask yourself that um, and really explore that question if that's something that you think you might struggle with. I would also say as well, change your mindset. Mindset is huge and I've been learning more and more about mindset um, going through like the podcasting class and just talking to different new people that I've met. Um, who've come into my life through the podcasting class. It's been amazing. But your mindset is huge. We get to choose our thoughts. If we're going to focus on the negative and focus on what we don't have and focus on all the wrong things and compare ourselves to people and tear ourselves down, life is going to be pretty rough. We are not going to be showing up as our authentic selves because we're not going to be confident in who we are. So I would encourage you to change your mindset. Focus on what is good. Be thankful for what you have and take that from there because our minds really our thoughts affect our beliefs. Our beliefs affect everything else that we do and how we interact with the world and especially the people we love most. So we want to be choosing things that are positive and uplifting and encouraging to ourselves so we can can go forth and encourage other people. 
So again, it loops right back around to encouraging other people, serving other people, because then we will be less focused on ourselves. But our mindset has a huge amount to do with that. Um, Also, I just touched on this, but don't compare yourself to other people. Be proud of who you are and how you were created, your personality, your height, your skin color, your, you know, what you love to do, your passions, what you don't love to do, what your favorite foods are, what they aren't. I mean, everything, everything that makes you who you are, be proud of that because we all know this world would be so boring if we were all the same. It would be so boring if we all looked the same, acted the same, and just were the same. We've all seen those movies with the clicky girls where they all dress the same and talk the same and nobody is their own individual. And it's really kind of sad. So I would just encourage you, don't compare yourself to others. Be proud of who you are. Unless you want to compare yourself to others in a good way. Look at what you admire about somebody in their life, their marriage, their parenting, maybe how they dress, you know, all of those things and say, well, how can I emulate that? Not copy, but how can I emulate that? Go talk to that person. What have you done in your life to get where you are, to have what you have, to your marriage the way it is, your parenting the way it is, because I really admire that and I would like to become more of that. I'm sure that person would love to talk to you. Um, So I would encourage you to do that. Compare yourself in a positive way so you can make yourself better, not tear yourself down and especially celebrate your differences and who you are. Be proud of you and who God made you to be. Um, Also embrace the season you're in and ask yourself what you want and how you can support yourself in that season. A lot of us are going through really hard seasons right now so I've always heard it said that if you're not going through a season, you're either coming out of one or you're about to go in one. Um, and that can look different for every everyone all over the world at any given moment, every single day. So make sure to remember to be kind to people because you don't know what's going on with them necessarily. Always be kind, but also support yourself. Be kind to yourself um, and figure out what you want, how you can support you. Um, and be intentional with these things. To really be authentic, it takes... It takes a while. It's not going to happen overnight and it can be scary and it can be frustrating and especially when other people um, who you've had relationships with probably for a very long time, their perceptions and their expectations of you can be a heavy burden Um, and to break free from that and really to maybe speak up and um, speak what you need to say in love to them is difficult and that is scary, but be intentional. Again, think with the end in mind, reverse engineer Do you want to live in a place of fear where you never said what you wanted to say because of what you were worried about somebody would would think about that? Are you so concerned with being liked? Are you so concerned with your sense of belonging that you're not going to step up, live the life that you want for you? Um, Also celebrate what you've survived and what you've journeyed through and accomplished. We've all been through so many things and I think we don't realize it. This has happened to me personally. When you're going through it, it's like so hard. You don't see where you've come from, all that you've accomplished and all that you can celebrate because of that. You're only focusing on or maybe just being so relieved that it's over. But I think when you really look back at what you've been through, even your life, I can look back in my life, like I I just shared some of my personal stories of how I learned to become more authentic. I can look back and see how I've grown each step of the way and how I was led along that path to be who I am. And I'm excited to to see where God continues to take me and who he continues to help me be um, and how I continue to help, can continue to help and serve others. So I'm really excited about that. Um, So I just wanted to share this with you guys today, give you a little background about me so you know more about me and where I'm coming from, why I started this podcast, because it is really just something that's been on my heart. It, It hurts my heart when I see friends or other people in life not really stepping into who they want to be because they're scared, they're anxious, they're afraid. And while that's okay for a little while, and while those feelings are totally normal, 
I just don't want you to stay there. I want you to embrace who you are, what you need to say, and what you want to accomplish and who you want to be in the world. That is, that is a passion of mine. And I think as all of us start to step into our authenticity, we can really take off that mask. We can um, step into serving others authentically, let them see who we really are and say, you know what, I went through that too. And it was really hard. So I can empathize with you in what you've gone through. And that is the most important thing, the human connection, whether it's, excuse me, the highs or the lows or anything else, the human connection is so important. So again, with Authenticate, I hope as you hear people's stories, as I do the interview interviews, and as you hear Nate and I talk, um, and just goof around with each other. And and as I do solo episodes, I hope that you'll be encouraged to even reach out with to each other. Um, even in in my authenticate Facebook group, just reach out to each other. If you hear a story that resonates with you or something that you hear that you've also gone through, reach out to that person. That is my hope. That is my goal, um, for this podcast that people will connect with each other, that they'll connect with me. Um, and that we can really just rise up together, bring each other up together, encourage each other, and um, walk through life together, the, the good and the bad and everything in between. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was encouraging, and I hope you have a great night. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed my very first solo episode. I hope you were encouraged and inspired. And if you are enjoying the episodes that you've listened to so far, I would just ask that you would please go to the platform you're listening on. Please rate and review me. I would so appreciate it. It does help authenticate to get bumped up and be seen and be heard by so many more people. And I just want to reach as many people as possible to encourage them and help them to not only connect with me, but connect with each other. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Welcome to Fridays with Authenticate and Nate, where we welcome you into our living room, have a drink, and a conversation. Come on in and join us.